Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. How good was Reagan Pittman? She's one of the top 10 prep recruits in the nation as a volleyball standout from Kansas. But what does she think about rankings? Well, you'll want to tune in to find out. Reagan Pittman had plenty of choices, but she jumped at the chance to play at the University of Minnesota, a program led by Hugh McCutcheon. The New Zealand native is already in the International Volleyball Hall of Fame, and he's got the rare distinction of having led a women's and men's team to Olympic medals. In part three, Reagan will share her thoughts on rankings, what her experiences were like playing under Coach McCutcheon, and how she and her dog Earl go out of their way to help others, and of course, her tips for parents and young athletes. Without further ado, let's get to it. Rankings are so important to kids, and I really don't like the idea of ranking kids, especially in like middle school, you know, perhaps later in high school, that, that's a little bit better, but I, I just worry about what rankings do for kids. But were you ranked in high school? And what was your thoughts on being ranked? So I don't remember exactly my ranking, but I knew I was somewhere within the top 10. Of course you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... I cared about the ranking. I was like, you know what? I'm a top 10 athlete. I'm going into Minnesota. I'm going to prove those middle wrongs. I want their starting spot. Not at all how it went. <laughs> those middles, they were really good. And some of them, one of them still plays on the national team. And she, she let me know. So thank you for that. Thank you for uh, making me have some humbling moments and making me realize that, oh, I got a lot to work on. Like I got blocked every single time. <laughs> So it was something I wasn't used to, and uh -huh. I had to grow and get better at my sport, and I did. So rankings don't mean anything, people. Do not believe in rankings. Do not worry about them. Go to where you want to go. Go to a good school. Just be you. Don't worry about the rankings. They don't mean anything. I've lost to way too many teams that were unranked in the NCAA tournament. So don't believe in rankings. And Reagan, just from all my experience and all the athletes I've gotten to know, earning your way to a college, no matter what level it is, is a huge achievement. And that's when the hard work starts, right, Reagan? Because there are a lot of super talented athletes who never reach their potential because they're not willing to put in the work or they're not willing to put in the time to learn the, the head part of the sport, right? And they're not willing to make that commitment to improve themselves in, in so many other ways. So that's one thing I admire about you, Reagan, is you didn't play your first year. So you were a red shirt. And then you played your final four and you just kept getting better. Yes. And how did that happen? What were keys to that? Yeah. The fact that you kept getting better. In Hughes Gym, when you walk in, you're there to learn. He doesn't like players to come in and already be good. He likes to make them better than when they came in. And with that, also why our strength coach, I've gained probably 30, 40 pounds of muscle in college. Like I'm built. So thanks why 
just the ability to put on a really good muscle of weight and good muscle and cue and all the other coaching staffs like learn, learn, learn. It's just a really healthy atmosphere to be your best self and to learn and to grow as an athlete and a person. I had the great blessing to cover Hugh at two Olympic games. Once when he coached the women, once when he coached the men. Obviously both medals, both times. So he is one of the most successful coaches in international volleyball history. I'm not sure there are only, he's he's one of the best coaches I've ever been around. And I just love like his, his approach, uh, the way he works with players, the way he works with people. But what's one of those big lessons that you learn from Hugh McCutcheon that you're going to carry with you as you are into your coaching career? I would say checking in with my players. So since I was a freshman, a true freshman, I have sat down, not every Gopher player has done this, but I have sat down with Hugh every single week and talked and had a conversation with him. And some players decided to be vulnerable and I decided to be vulnerable. And I have a really good relationship with you. Like I know I can call him at any moment and he'll pick up unless he's busy or he can text me and ask me questions. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to help you with that. We just have a really good player coach relationship that comes from out of respect, but also I see him as a human and he's going to hate me for saying this, but I, when his kids got gerbils this past year, so I, ask him daily about his gerbils just to slightly annoy him slash know how the kids are doing. <laughs> and you know, Hugh, he probably like, oh, she's asking about the gerbils again. See, that's your quirky personality, which I love. I absolutely love that about you. Yeah. Reagan, during your time with the Gophers, you guys were one of the best teams every single season. And unfortunately, you guys had some as you alluded to earlier, some some tough losses along the way. You were a state champion in high school, but you weren't a national champion in college. Does not winning the national title, despite getting close, has that impacted negatively your experience in college? Not at all. I'm very proud of what I've accomplished and the teams that did make it to the final four. We had a lot of diversity that year. And what got us to the final four in 2019 was how close we are. Like I had to go in and set as a middle who, what middle sets? I know I do, but in a game, like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like it just was a crazy year that we had all these injuries and then people out and we just all stuck together as a team and really were like, you know, let's try the best we can and enjoy the absolute crap out of this experience. And we made it to the final four. And that's a season and a moment I'll never forget with that group of girls. Given all your success, how do you give back to the community? Yeah, so to go back to Stantel Volleyball Academy, I my business doesn't really have, it's this one thing. It's huge. I've done anywhere from being a leadership consultant for three girls at White Bear Lake to running a camp 
at I'm running a camp at Select this summer. Sign up. I'm running a camp at Crossfire. So it really, it varies of what I do. And I really like to make each experience for each place I go personal to what they need, not to what I bring to the table. I have to know about Earl's Helping Paws. Yes. Tell us who Earl is and what is he helping? Yeah, so Earl is my mini Australian Shepherd, and he's one of those dogs that is excited to see everyone. He doesn't have a mean bone in his body. So ever since he was a puppy, he's been in the volleyball gym. He's kind of, he's my kid. You know, those kids that grow up in the volleyball gym and they're just around all the time? That's Earl. So his favorite thing to do if there's a volleyball is to push it with his nose around in a circle and bring it back to you. So he's, he's our shagging buddy. So he goes with me, and when I sit down at the end of camp and I have this leadership talk about confidence, who you are as a person, how you separate sport from life, he goes around and he sits with the girls who need it the most. And it's so incredible. Dogs are amazing. We do not deserve them any bit. It's incredible of how he knows which girls need it. With that being said, I was trying to think of, I wanted to have a scholarship source of some sort because every kid deserves to get to go to camp and deserves to have a coach who's going to see them as them and be invested in them for life, not just for camp. And so I created Earl's Helping Paws. Earl's Helping Paws is a donation-based scholarship fund and he has raised over $1,300 so far and I'm so proud of him. So if you have donated, thank you so, so much. And if you'd like to make a donation, you can go to stantallvolleyball.com and there's a page and you can read more about Earl. So how the scholarship works is kids will write email or a letter to Earl saying why volleyball is important to them, how the scholarship will help and what they want to get out of camp. And I've gotten some of the most heartwarming yet heartbreaking letters from these kids because they just want to be seen and they I feel many of them don't want to put the burden of a $50 day camp on their parents. So the ability for it to be not only player-led, but also parent-led is truly amazing. And I'm so grateful that I can help fund kids' camps and to help them be a better person. You've been in a lot of Ollywall gyms. I'm sure you've seen lots and lots of parents, including your own. What's one message that you would have for parents of young athletes today? Let them have fun. Don't put so much stress on college. College will be there, but club will not. Club is fun and club is exciting and you get to travel around with your best friends and you get to go play in games that have no, not no meaning behind them, but no um, expectation of winning. When you get to college, it becomes your job. So don't make it their job when they're 15. Mm -hmm. Something that I'm forever grateful that my parents did was they took the burden of recruiting. So all those letters I got, they shifted through. My dad had a huge type A personality, man. He had a huge spreadsheet of all these colleges that contacted me. And he was like, you know, you got some letters. We sat, I think it was Friday nights. We sat down. He's like, okay, here's your letters. Tell me what you think about it. And he'd have it. Do you want to go on a visit? Are you interested? Blah, blah, blah. And so he'd have a huge spreadsheet and all I have to do is no, yes, no, yes. And it, it was huge because I didn't have to worry about getting letters and opening them and reaching out to coaches. I'm one of the people that really believes if something's meant to be, it will reach out to you. 
So if that D3 program reaches out to you and they want you, take it. Go have fun. Go play volleyball in college. It's But no, it's going to be your job, not only for parents, but for the listeners yeah. that are players. It's going to be your job. And you have to change that mindset of, okay, I'm going into job. And I know Americans have a really hard time of separating life from job. But once I'm done with that game at 8 p.m., it's my time. I'm away from my job. I get to go do the recreational things I want. Regan, I'm just curious, how many schools offered you scholarships to play volleyball? I have no idea. I don't remember, but I Hugh was my first. So me and Hugh have kind of a cool history. I was the first recruit that he ever went out and saw and recruited that committed. So it was a pretty cool moment to know that like we've been so close through. I've known him for almost eight years that we've been so close in this process the whole time. And it just made sense for me to go to Minnesota. When did you commit? Sophomore year, spring. So I was 15. I just turned 16. And that's, they've changed the rules. Thank goodness they changed the rules. Because 16 is way too early. Last question for you. And I know it's going to be your, probably one of your favorites. What's one message you try to instill in kids who look up to Reagan Pittman? That I am a weird quirky person just like them and i'm no different just because i'm reagan pittman and i did hold up my hands and put in quotations just because i'm reagan pittman doesn't make my life any more valuable or important than yours well reagan i had so much fun talking to you you're an incredible person you're an incredible athlete and you're an incredible coach I mean, the kids that are working with you are so lucky. I can just see so much of your heart and how much you put into this. So thank you for taking the time to visit with me. Thank you, Sean, for having me on this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, you can contact me through my website, seankjensen.com. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you next time. Next time.